0: This is The After Party, live with Kim McAllister and John Daly.
1: Hey, yeah. Kim, how
0: are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Not bad. Um, you know, I made one mistake today. Well, Uh-oh. so far. What have you done? You're not going to get mad at me, Wait, I,
2: mean, I can't hear you very well.
0: You're not going to get mad at me, are you?
2: It's possible.
0: I was no. mumbling because I was embarrassed. I oh. didn't monetize the show. <gasps> oh. Um...
2: That's okay. okay, what is it? We'll lose out on our five cents today?
0: Oh, actually, yeah, we're gonna get demonetized anyway. So <laughs> yeah, let me monetize about the it. show right now. I'm gonna monetize <laughs> it. A lot of you got in without commercials and um, you got away with it this time, thank you. Um, we're gonna uh, get demonetized later, it's okay. Um, uh, but sorry about that, sorry about that, I wanted to apologize too.
2: No, okay. no, hey, I don't care. You know what, I know we we definitely need the money, but, um, and to, to continue to do the Kim, show. Where's my money? But I, I it's, it's one of these things I would do for fun. I enjoy it so much. Likewise. So.
0: Well, we're basically doing it for, I mean, honestly, it's we good. appreciate every contribution without you, yeah. we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, yeah. But like my job is subsidizing the show and Kim's other jobs are subsidizing the show. Um, yeah. But we do it because we love it. And you guys are so generous. Yeah. Our audience is small, but with your contributions, we're making it work somehow.
2: So, we talked about the, this on the Nicki Maduro show earlier, but it, it's really worth a repeat because this is a full on after party story. Well, and we spent way too much time on the thumbnail again. See, but again, really did.
0: you asked for my opinion. Oh, no, I actually, did. this was no. I didn't. Sorry. I'm,
1: I'm <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I'm,
0: mistake number two. It was my idea. Yeah. It was my idea, but you uh, went to great lengths to make it work and to come up with a, uh, a good title.
2: So this is this Willy Wonka Immersive experience in the UK. Yeah, this is just like the new rage. These immersive experiences—it's like the must-see, must-do activity, right? Right. You go in, you're transported to another From world, a magic land you're, of wonder. You're taken to something. So it's supposed to be—you walk in, and it's like you walk in, you're in the middle of the movie set, kind yeah. of like when you go on this ride in, um, in Disneyland, the Star Wars situation. First How was that? That's good. You walk well. You walk into the Star Wars land, and you're you're in the mo- the movie. Like it's you're in oh. Star Wars, right? Okay. You're there, and right. then you go on in, in these rides. Beep 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 boop 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 boop. No, I mean there's there's stormtroopers that walk by every so often. Like the, the sound effects ar- and everything. The architecture, the rocks, the geology, yeah. like everything. It looks like you're in the movie. I want beep beeps and boop boops. You go into the ride, and you look like you're on the Death Star. It's incredible, and so. Our expectations are up High. here. Yeah. So when you get sell tickets for the Willy Wonka immersive experience, right? you're thinking chocolate, this is going to be cool.
0: Oompa Loompas, a river of chocolate.
2: You're thinking candies, you're Oversized thinking. Oversized candy. I mean, this is going to be incredible. The kids are going to love it.
0: And while you could was, lick, that's, a, that's an ocean. Right. This state, is how uh, it's built. Like violation. it's going to be
2: the coolest thing. Kids are going to love it. It's going to be amazing. So everybody buys—not everybody, but many people—bought these was tickets this? from forty-five bucks. This is in the U.K. Willie Willie's Chocolate Experience in Scotland. All right. So, the reality of what they walked into the bar like way below these people rented out a warehouse and they promised all these things (laughs) like it's going to be this immersive experience and it's basically a warehouse they've got a couple oh my god big gummy bears they slapped a rainbow in there even worse at that angle they had a couple people wearing wigs that were supposed to be oompa loompas green wigged people you know what it looks like
0: it looks like the the area behind a concert where they set up that's what they're setting up for something
2: So you walk in after you pay your forty five dollars for this immersive Wonka experience, and it's it's sad trombone. (laughs) (laughs) This is bad. This is not what it's. I mean, come on, that's the best you can do. I think that's the best they could do. This the uh, children's play area at the mall has more stuff than that. It's ridiculous.
0: Look how vacant it is.
2: Forty (laughs) five dollars, and that's what you get. No, no, thank you. That is not entryway. Mm. Although that looks more like Care Bears. Right? Like there's a couple little bears there. There's a rainbow there. Yeah, those are, it...
0: like, are those like oversized gummy bears? That's what it, uh, looks, that's like. What it looks like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's two of them kind of leaning around there. What a disappointment. Oh, what a complete fail.
0: You know what we do have? Okay. What? So I spent way too much time on this story because uh, I thought it was hilarious. But I've yeah. stitched together a bunch of videos that the actor hired to play Willy Wonka posted to TikTok. Now keep in mind there were a lot of complaints that the actor who looks, he looks nothing like Willy Wonka, um, but I'll have him explain. Are you ready to see it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's take a look here.
3: I feel for anyone who bought tickets to this event, um, people who are expecting a magical chocolate experience uh, and got me in a top hat in a dirty warehouse in Glasgow, Um, people who wanted timothy Charlemagne and got timothy charlatan so the first red flag for me was when i was cast as willy wonka um anyone who looks at me and thinks willy wonka and not umpa-loompa is out of their mind i give off major umpa-loompa energy i got cast as the part on the thursday um and was told that i needed to learn the script for the friday so i said no problem send it over the script was 15 pages monologue pretty much of ai generated gibberish um which i will read some for you if you want in fact no i don't even need to read it because i lent it all and it was it was mad but one of my favorite lines was there is a man who lives here his name is not known so we call him the unknown the unknown is an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. What? (laughs) We were told on the uh, experience to hand out a jelly bean, one jelly bean uh, per child um, and a quarter of a cup of Tesco's own brand lemonade. That was what the children got. No, no chocolate. There was no chocolate to be had at this chocolate factory, which I really think they missed the trick because if there's ever a an event to sell chocolate, um, I'd say it was this one. I've got my contract here, and I'm not very good with legal speak, so I was hoping someone could help me interpret this. Um, but under pay, uh, in the small print there, it it says, um, You get nothing! You lose nothing! good day
2: sir <laughs> he's really funny i thought that was funny major oompa loompa energy that's really funny yeah. you got uh, a jelly bean and a cup of lemonade that's and it it was
0: like um tesco which is like safeway over there so it's oh, like it was like okay. store brand lemonade a quarter of cup a quarter of cup don't get greedy kim so that was spencer didn't dollars. like him
2: i thought he was funny i th- I liked him i thought he was oh, cute he was yeah, yeah.
0: And I was going to play it anyway, because I spent like three hours editing video.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, that's yeah. So now all the people want their money back.
0: Yeah, I, I don't blame them. Can you imagine bringing your kids you, the build up, the anticipation?
2: Yeah,
0: right. You, you're like, I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to take my kids to the Willy Wonka experience. And the kids are all, you know, they you drive up and they're all excited. And you go through no. the door they're like, where
2: where is it? Where is it? <laughs> What a total bummer. Yeah, so people are lining up to get their money back. The company says we will give money back, um, but so far a lot of people haven't received it. Uh, The company organizing it is called House of Illuminati. And they blame, this is kind of ridiculous, they blame this whole thing. House of Illuminati? House of Illuminati.
0: Oh, we know who's behind that then.
2: They blame this whole thing on uh, not having some AI graphic screen that was supposed to arrive how about arrive. they didn't
0: have qualified uh, event producers no. they, they also said uh i cut out a lot of the video but they had like a tunnel and it was supposed to be the like a tunnel of imagination yeah. and there were going to be projections uh that it was described as projections of like the stars and whatnot right. and what they really had was just like some checkered flags on the wall and a couple lights shining on them so obviously you know they didn't hire and they didn't they didn't hire like, professional
2: well, producers as is on. the case sometimes when they they give you the commercial. The commercial for this thing looked great. And people are saying it was probably AI generated because they obviously didn't yeah. have it set up, right? So it wasn't actual footage of what it looked like in that warehouse. It was probably yeah. just an AI thing, which is a problem. Mama, you know? uh,
0: day three, why saying, John in the book, he's described as short and slim with a pointy goatee. Also, Oompa Loompas are supposed to be pale skin and light brown. I get it, but everyone's expecting yeah. what they see in the movies, So it's just right. kind of funny. And he, he's in on that. Um,
2: this was so horrible. That people call the police. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the event wrong. turned
2: out to be such a letdown that customers called the police and compared the attraction to a meth lab. That's a That's little funny. severe. The,
0: the, the actor said he had one break. He was supposed to get breaks every hour, like for yeah. fifteen minutes. He didn't. He got one lunch break, and he said when he went out to the, his car, he just stared off out into space, and he zoned out. And then when he came back, all the other actors said, "Hide, hide!" Because while he was gone, the people had turned.
2: Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the when the crowd and... turns. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, man. I thought that was
0: really funny. Yeah. We have some people to acknowledge. Uh, BA where five dollars. Sorry for your monetary loss. My condolences to you and your family. <laughs> Thank you, BA Wear. Uh, Luis, uh, ten dollars. Here's something towards the demon demonetization offset fund. Now, knock it off, Satan. <laughs> uh, and then Wes, reliable Wes, coming in with five dollars. <laughs> Thank you, Wes. We appreciate that.
2: Thank you so much. I'm so happy you guys show up for us all the time. You guys are so nice. Um, If you could please click the like button and please click the subscribe button. Those are the free options and free ways to help the show. Also, we're hoping that if you like the show, if you don't like it, never mind. But if you do like it,
0: if you value the
2: show, if you you don't value the show, ask for your money back. Leave a review and rate us on the Apple podcast. We didn't promise, uh, you know, projections on the wall and an immersive experience. No, we didn't do that. (laughs) It's an immersive
0: experience. It's all right
2: please rate us on apple or the uh the apple podcast spotify whatever platform that you use if you're listening on audio because that'll help bump up the show's visibility yeah. as well all right or even tell if me... you're not
0: listening on audio if yeah. you want to help us out because a lot of you have asked us how can i help you can go yeah. over to the audio podcasts and um do those uh, write those reviews Thank
2: you. tell me about panera bread
0: okay so i i i make you know decisions based on you know politics not politics in this case, is it a story we've been following, and we've been st- following Panera Bread because they had those, what was it called? Charged toxic- lemonade. Mm-hmm. Okay, not toxic, charged lemonades. Huge and- thank you, Brian Stone. Brian, Brian, Oh, Brian. thank you, my friend, Brian thank Stone. One of The first people I met when I moved to San Francisco. Thank you, Brian. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yes, he listens, speaking of audio podcasts, he listens to the show as he bikes in from uh, the west side of town to downtown for his job. Oh,
2: very cool. Thank you, Brian. So thank you,
0: Brian. Bike on, friend. That. Thank you. I hope you value the show. Okay, Panera Bread. Um, so we, we've we been following this. So I, I put in some Panera headlines. First, Panera Bread is paying $2 million to settle claims that the sandwich chain misled customers about the cost of delivery orders. Uh-oh. Under the settlement, some customers can file a claim that would provide them with food vouchers or cash. In agreeing to settle the lawsuit accusing Panera of misleading people about delivery fees and menu prices. The company did not admit doing anything wrong. Mm. That's what they always say, right? The yeah. settlement comes on the heels of a similar case involving another fan favorite, Chick-fil-A, which mm. agreed to pay $4.4 million to settle allegations that the chicken sandwich chain advertised free or low-cost delivery, but then hiked up the food prices on the delivery orders by as much as 30%. Wow. That's not very Christian of them for a Christian company that's closed on Sundays. Right, Kim?
2: Yeah, no. (laughs) Free delivery, but
0: we're hiking up the prices 30%. Yeah. What would Jesus do?
2: And since... uh... I think even Satan would be upset about
1: that. Yeah, that's messed up, man. I mean, come on.
2: Come on. On I don't understand. Can you please respond to B.A. Ware, who says, I hate this show, but I do value it. (laughs) Aw. Now I feel ennui i feel like i yeah i like on one hand i like it but on the other hand Tim, really i hate this show but i do value it <laughs> oh thank
0: you mockingbird um since we <laughs> since we talk about panera that'll open the door yeah. to a little bit of politics governor um, gavin newsom. did you hear about this gavin newsom is catching flack for exception to his minimum or to the minimum wage law that exempts panera bread oh come because on it's like
2: because he's friends with someone at panera bread
0: he one of his donors is the owner, mm. the largest owner of Panera franchises in the franchises in the state.
2: Would you call Panera Bread fast food?
0: It's 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 both. Well, it's fast casual. That's the category that they they call like uh, Chipotle. Okay. Where you sit down, like but you McDonald's. don't have it's not like a
2: drive-through kind of place, like a McDonald's or a Burger King.
0: Yeah, but fast food doesn't have to have drive-through. In a lot of places, drive-throughs are um, prohibited. Mm. Um, but you order, you get a number. And then they the food shows up. So yeah. I mean that way it is fast food. But they're calling it fast casual because you do have dining tables. But you know, McDonald's used to have dining tables too. Yeah. So it's it's very close. Um, can you buy bread to like to go? Yes. But can you order cookies at McDonald's to go? Yes. Where do you draw that line? Well, apparently you draw the line when somebody gives you, I think it's a hundred and seventy. Let's see. Uh, at first, it was a hundred thousand dollars, and then he gave another sixty-four. Yeah, so close well, to one hundred and seventy thousand dollars to Newton's reelection campaign. One hundred and seventy thousand. Does, does
2: Chipotle have to follow the rule?
0: That's a good question. I mean, that's a good question. We'll have so, to, we'll is have to this Google story
2: a, ho- a bunch of hot air, or is it really because the, there's a donor? Is fast? I, I don't for, think it's. I don't think it's. When they it's say f- I don't think it's hot air. I mean, when they say fast food restaurants, do they mean McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Well, and A&W, saying, Kentucky Fried, was... Chicken, whatever? Do they mean now, that?
0: The Democrats are coming back and saying, oh, there was a process and we went back and forth and back and forth and tried mm-hmm. to nail this out. But everyone involved in the process said that they had no, they had no answer as to why there was a carve out for Panera Bread. Because let's be real, it was, about, it was about fast food places that bake bread. Yeah. Right. It was very specific. And I need to point out that, you know, I'm a, I'm a liberal, I'm a Democrat, but I'll call out bullshit when I see it. The, the chief of staff for the Democrat that introduced the bill says he has no idea how that provision got into the bill. I'm sorry, that's bullshit. And hmm. if you believe that you're naive. The chief of staff of the guy who wrote the bill. Sorry, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a moment. So call not, me cynical. I'm
2: not ready to sign on to this. Um, well, because G- Gavin like Newsom <laughs> tirade yet. I want well, more information. Well, you Gavin Newsom
0: because he was nice to you when you were pregnant. I get that. We all have our biases. So
2: I mean, I want to. Well, not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm. He's so good looking. I'm mad That's at him. That's the other thing
0: that I find bullshit. Everyone at KGO he's was really fawning looking. over him and giving him. And the, the thing that cute. the thing that annoyed me was everyone was like lapdog in him because yeah. he was cute no, i mad at you, him
2: over PG&E. Well,
0: but when you're a journalist mm. and you're presenting something on a major station you need to put that at you need to put that you know on the oh, back and run. we did
2: i i would argue that we uh, did not in
0: the morning show especially no. on the air no but, yeah, PG&E. <laughs> 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 yeah but, oh it's so good to have you on we're not going to challenge you we're not going to say anything negative because we <laughs> agree with you i'm just keeping it real
2: all right well i'm not ready i want to know more i want to know if all well, the looking other to it i mean i'm sorry fast, but if the, chief of restaurants,
0: staff, the chief of staff of the the chief of staff of the person who wrote the bill doesn't know how the provision got in then you know mm, that's bullshit and i, I don't know, really know about that
2: I don't know. um what does it say what are people saying uh uh yeah i'm mad at him for pg and e that's me too heather yeah yeah um good picks good oh good picture good looking good gavin yeah gavin for president the only way i would
0: vote for him at this point is the Mm. the 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 lesser of evils i i would never i would never vote for him because he's slimy he's in bed he's in bed with PGE.
2: okay but also he's protecting women's rights and he's doing a lot of other things right you know look at what we have the 20th anniversary of the first same-sex couples married in san francisco and if he hadn't taken there were a lot of
0: politicians if Every he has If that. he hadn't taken those Every steps, Demi- I don't
2: think we would be where we are today.
0: We would have eventually, yeah. So he broke the law, and he, he did it in a way that moved the, the conversation forward. But another politician would have done it the right way eventually because society was changing and society has caught up. Um, Laurie also
2: wouldn't call Panera fast food, so I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, this was a committee... This was a committee that went back in those industry people, and they had processes and protocols and standards, and they they talked about and they discussed it, right? But the fact that they can't tell anybody why Panera has this carve out, and he received 175,000 from him, I'm sorry, I, I I think that's bullshit.
2: Yeah, uh, Heather wants to like him, but he gives I can be bought vibes. And Mindy says he supported and spoke out to protect women's health care rights. Every Democrat Absolutely. does
0: though. So I'll vote yeah. for a different Democrat. Like I know him, mm. I'm when he was mayor of San Francisco, he was shady, he was slimy, he avoided Gene Burns, he would not come on mm. if the if it was a difficult issue. Um, the one time that Gene really wanted him on, he said he wasn't gonna come on and then he um, he just busted through security because he's the mayor and they just let him up through the building at ABC. And he just surprised Gene, who's legally blind, walked into the studio um, and then confronted him. And I thought that was also bullshit. So pardon Mm -hmm. my language today, but we're already demonetized. But I think he's a slimy politician. And -hmm. what I resent is the fact that he's attractive, makes a lot of people give him a pass. And there are many Democrats you can vote for. I vote for Katie Porter, I vote for Bernie Mm -hmm. Sanders, but I will not vote for that man. He's in bed with pg and he's corrupt.
2: Interesting. I like a Gavin Newsom, so there we so. Are we part company. Okay. All right. So nearly 200 goats escaped, <laughs> and they sorry. wandered through a Texas neighborhood.
0: I apologize to the after-party community.
2: I this we're going to party it back up here. All right. <laughs> we're getting bored. We're, we're turning <laughs> this, this party in a different direction. Normally. My bad.
0: My bad. I'm sorry.
2: Tell me about the goats.
0: Okay. So these are goats that wandered through a Texas neighborhood. Um, I think I think the video will explain it. This is okay. uh, body this is uh, body cam footage uh, right. from the police. This way we need them to go that way. I told you it's a bunch of goats. But they don't have a choice. But I don't have a
1: I don't know. You got to run, Fan. got one. Oh this is a mess. That's kind of cute. Go goats. Go back to where you came from please. Who knew we were goat wranglers now? This is this is the most insane thing I've ever come on goats. Keep on moving.
2: You sure don't. I didn't know we had goats. This is funny. <laughs> I like that the goats seem to follow directions, though. That's cool. Where did this happen? Um, this happened
0: in Arlington. So I believe that's uh, but it's Texas. Texas? yeah, Arlington, Texas, not Okay. California. Um, yeah. So it was near the Crystal Canyon nat- Natural Area. You know where that is. Yeah, of course. Somehow they got they managed to get out of their fenced enclosure, but they um uh that video I had, I had to edit it down i, I love it he's like i didn't want everybody to get goats. bored so those are the highlights those are the yeah. goat highlights today
2: that's um, funny
0: <laughs> okay to. Um, s- oh do you have is there more no i was just looking at the comments in the end oh. but i'm gonna leave it because it's political um, let's talk the about the baby white rhino <clears throat> baby
2: white rhino yeah. yes we did the black white rhino yesterday today we get the toronto zoo rhino this is a, a little white rhino calf that was born in December that also finally got named. The calf that was known as TZ Tank Puppy um, <laughs> what? has now... Wait, has now been that was named, his
0: official name? No, that was his interim name.
2: Has now been named Kifaru, K-I-F-A-R-U, Kifaru, which means both tank and rhino in Swahili. And they say it's the perfect fit because they say he's a little bit of a rambunctious baby rhino. So we have, I think we have video of yep. him. Let's take a look Here we at it. You can talk over it too. Yeah. Oh, there he is. And that's mama. Can you guys hear me? Okay, good.
0: Yeah. That's mama. Yeah. And now the baby's back.
2: Kifaru is his name. Yeah. He's cute. And so um, they. They're, he'll be making his first outdoor public appearance to Toronto Zoo guests this spring once the weather warms up a little and it's better for him. And they have um a special baby rhino wild encounter. I don't know what, what about that is, uh, but they took the time because the baby white rhinos need to bond with their mamas. Yeah, so, mama. but they think he's ready to meet a very small like number of hop, guests.
0: They kind of hop, run. So. Yeah,
2: so cute, yeah. Anyway, so welcome kifaru like very a,
0: cool mm-hmm. kifaru um yeah. so what was the initial name and that was like an interim name
2: tz tank baby
0: what does that mean is that just the name they gave him oh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah okay they
2: think he's a little tank i don't okay, know maybe
0: that was his uh yeah. his uh his interim name okay yeah. um this next story was sent in by jim s and we hey, appreciate jim, when you send you. in stories everybody um mm-hmm. Uh, Lori sends in a bunch of stories, and the next one's going to be Lori's story. Yeah. Um, but if you want to send in a story, just send it to Kim at TheAfterParty.Live or John at TheAfterParty.Live. Yeah. Um, this one <laughs> is really funny. So there's this hen- head-banging horse that has gone viral for its love of music. And um, I'm just going to go right to the video because it's our favorite, genie most at CNN. Come on. It's party
1: time. How does this Canadian racehorse name Pretty Party? She's a headbanger, but only to certain songs. Metal was her, like, go-to headbanging music, and she loves it. (laughs) Her groom, Autumn Purdy, noticed the heavier the metal music, the more the horse would headbang. I looked at my barn manager. I said, do you see what she's doing? We turn the music off, she stops. At Boger Farms in Ontario, they tested country music. She turned her butt to it, but her appetite for metal was obvious. She feels like she's sort of on beat. She always is, it's incredible. No matter what song we play, slow jams, she's slow, heavy songs, she's going with the beat. Sometimes she gets overexcited. Her online fans call her a rocking horse. Her favorite band so far seems to be Slipknot. We had to cut the dirty lyrics, but seven-year-old Pretty isn't offended. Her groom plans to post weekly music reviews with ratings based on head-banging intensity or lack thereof. She feels like a cross between BoJack of cartoon fame and Mr. Ed. Hello. The talking horse.
2: A horse is a horse, of course, of course. If
1: this horse could sing, she'd probably sing herself. Horse. Jeannie CNN. New York.
2: Oh my God! That horse is rocking out. That was really
0: funny. Thank you, Jim. Uh, I think, and uh, you know, Kim and I went back and forth on this, and um, we agreed that it was worth being demonetized. So yeah, between oh, totally. My potty, between my potty for all mouth the music and, and everything that else, story. that's
2: okay. That's okay. I love that story. That horse is wild.
0: Yeah, very funny. Very funny. Um, I like that he didn't like country music.
2: He turned, turned his around. butt to it. That was great. Yeah. This is another story sent in, and I really have to say that I love it when you guys are so invested in the show that you see a story somewhere and you're like, oh, that's an after-party story. Thank you so much to Jim for sending that one in, and thank you to Lori G for sending us this this story about a Medusa sea creature. Oh, you know, I love me some sea creatures, Lori, Uh, with up to 11 tentacles, and it was discovered by some people that were just snorkeling off the coast of Mexico.
0: Why can't I see it, Kim?
2: Because they're tiny, tiny, (laughs) tiny, tiny. Apparently, do you see the arrows? Yeah, they're very tiny. There are dozens of tiny tentacled creatures recently discovered living in the Gulf of Mexico. They're very small sea dwellers And it turns out they belong to a previously unknown species of crawling jellyfish-like creatures. This, according to a study that was published in the European Journal of Taxonomy uh, in February, snorkers spotted this tentacle. Thank you, Mr. Burns. Yeah, the snorkers spotted this tentacled animal in the algae-filled waters off the Yucatan Peninsula during three excursions they did in 2022. Interesting looking creature. They collected over a hundred specimens, took them to a nearby lab to study on them. Uh, researchers revealed these specimens to be new members of the Starociadia genus, which is a family of Hydromedusa, a jellyfish cousin currently known to compose 11 species. Most of the species found are in temperate waters throughout the world. Hydromedusa tend to be found seasonally in coastal habitats often living only for a few days you imagine that's it
0: yeah mama pointing out that medusa is the spanish word for jellyfish oh i I didn't know that so it comes from latin so that makes sense right yeah that's cool the the name in the the taxonomy
2: good knowledge love that these creatures have between six and eleven tentacles the newfound brown colored creatures are extremely diminutive or small in size, measuring less than a millimeter wide. The majority of the specimens researchers found had eight tentacles. Some had as few as six, one of them had 11. Some were also seen with visible eggs. The crawling medusa were distinguished by their flattened, sometimes dome-shaped umbrella, as well as by a series of cell clusters on their tentacles. There are around the world about 800 known species of hydromedusa Ah, uh, most of which, because of their size and transparent complexion, go unseen by humans. So they're there, yeah, but we don't know they're there. Yeah. So how did the
0: snorkelers find them?
2: I mean, you have, maybe they took a little magnifying glass down there. I don't know.
0: Yeah, interesting.
2: Good yeah. eye. Somebody has a good eye.
0: They must have been professionals.
2: Mm-hmm. I, don't <laughs> I, don't know. Think,
0: I don't think I saw anything microscopic when I was uh, when I was in the South Pacific. Um, but very cool, very cool story.
2: We have another really cool story about a beer bath. Before we get to it, though, I just want to ask you if you could click like and subscribe to the After Party Live.
1: Thank
0: you, thank yeah. you, and share the share the show if you can on um, X or Facebook. We're trying to you know we're trying to do a, a push here to get the show um, the, the channel growing. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a tank malfunction at a brewery, <laughs> and at brewery,
2: February
0: brewery um and kim found this story uh i think right or did no, i forget? I think I you found, found it. it it doesn't matter yeah. um, <laughs> <Karen> is sharing <laughs> a uh a sharing is caring a minnesota brewery shared video of the moment a brewing tank malfunction caused a beer brewer to be blasted with beer and thrown across the room this is the back channel brewing company in spring park um minnesota and i think again it's best just to go to the video you can see why i spent so much time editing video last night because it was worth it check this out Oh man, that's that could a bad have been dangerous. Work. Like yeah. that could have hurt him. This is a bad day at work. And they're naming the beer Blowback New England IPA. Limited, Limited release, release, obviously.
2: obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Stick the plug in the tank. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, they. Can we they... see that
2: one more time with that guy that's smacked, blown back into the?
0: Sure, this reminds me of the mosquito uh, that the news reporter hit. Let's see it again. (laughs) And here it comes. Oh! Now, my first thought is, it shouldn't be that easy to accidentally do that. Right? Now, I don't know anything about these tanks. And I imagine like wine that they have to, maybe they have to um, take a sample.
2: I would imagine. but So maybe um, they have to
0: take a sample, but you would think there would be some kind of procedure where they would, you know, there would be a multi-step process where that wasn't possible. Right. Yeah, That that would be a limiter on it that would prevent that from happening.
2: That's quite the workers' comp claim, she writes. I that's what I thought, too. He could have hit his head or had a suffered a serious injury. So they laugh and I love how they're marketing it. Like, you know, well, they have to take advantage of low back IPA. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but that could have been dangerous, I
1: think.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know. Um, Sandy feels bad for whoever to clean up that mess. Yeah, yeah, I, I wonder if they yeah, fixed he it. did
0: it. Well, they probably have a professional claim. It guess. was
2: a bit like a cartoon. Mm. Oh no, Spencer says my coworker lost a bunch of teeth doing this. Yikes. Um, and I have to say happy almost birthday to Spencer, whose birthday is I think tomorrow, right? Happy early yeah. birthday, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Well, wish you a happy um, birthday tomorrow as well. Yeah, the tank, it looks like the tank was pressurized, but whatever yeah. happened, I mean, wow. Yeah, Very... what a video i'm glad Very... they had that the camera up in the corner to catch
0: that whole thing right do you think the boss is just like this a-hole who's like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and i'm gonna get it on camera and then i'm gonna market it and it's gonna be my social media moment it's gonna be no. gold
2: kim it's gonna be gold i have a little more uh a little more faith in people especially a small brewer brewery like that really i would think it's a small brewer where you know they would to be concerned about your people right
0: well it was a joke but
2: oh okay, okay. Oh, well, sorry. All right, Def- rare deflated, event. Deflated. There's a satellite image showing a lake formed in Death Valley. I've been watching this one.
0: Yeah, that was this pretty is, cool. This, this was, is our uh, last really, week, right?
2: Yeah, it's a rare event. They've got satellite images that show this lake has formed in famously dry Death Valley. It's Badwater Basin, which is a salt flat at the bottom of Death Valley. Have you been there? I haven't. Have you?
0: Yes. It's very dry. Well, normally
2: not anymore. It's also very hot.
0: And if you go, I recommend going in January or
2: February when Mm -hmm. it's still
0: warm, but it's not like, you know, it's not 104, 110, whatever.
2: Well, I guess it's been filled with water after record rains and flooding since August. They've had they've just had rains. And you know what they're saying? Yeah, that's the typical on the left. Then it was, we got a lot of rain and now it's like, woo, look at all that water. So people are going there and with the little swimsuits and they're even, even though it's like only a foot or two, there's some people that are kayaking there. <laughs> this is one of the driest places in the United States that has water in Badwater Basin. It's 282 feet below sea level and it's supposed to be a dry salt flat at the bottom of Death Valley. But in the last six months, this storms that we've had, you know, some big storms, not necessarily back to back, but bringing a lot of water um, led to the lake formation at the park. One of now the hottest and driest, lowest elevation places in North America. The satellite image that you just put up there show how the lake formed in August. It was the aftermath of Hurricane Hillary. And though it gradually shrank, it persisted through the fall and the winter before it was filled up by another California storm earlier this month. That was an um, atmospheric river that we had. So it's not going to be here forever. But, um, yeah, it's uh, they have record-breaking temperatures there. It gets up to 130 degrees.
0: That's why you don't go in the middle of no,
2: summer. No. This... Lake, they say, disappeared 10,000 years ago. So that it's kind of back, even temporarily, is a big deal. It is uh, six miles long by three miles wide and two feet deep. And the California State Park rangers there say, yeah, you can take your kayak on it for now to experience the paddling on the Badwater Basin. Um, they call it Lake Manly. And once, very, very long ago, it was a huge 600 foot deep lake that covered the entire basin so this is just a blip of what it used to be but still kind of uh interesting that this is happening there that that there are kayakers in death valley is like what yeah
0: brian saying no thank you 70 is brutal mm-hmm. uh gordon saying if it's 120 degrees i would be in the water And pointing out most of the central valley used to be an in inland sea
2: but what a thing to go there and have your picture taken in the lake that, you know, is gonna disappear probably yeah. for a while. I mean, I would imagine we there we're having a good year right now. We've got another storm on the way in. But you know it's California. We're gonna have our bad years again. So, you know, it's an interesting thing. We really need to there. work
0: on building up infrastructure to store water, more mm-hmm. water. Store Because we get these freak storms and most of the water, you know, ends up going right back into the ocean, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, along the coast, you know, Los Angeles and the Bay Area. It just goes right back into the ocean.
2: Can I, before we do trivia, can I prevail upon you to do the Amazon story? Because I'm a little embarrassed to tell you that I left my trivia page in the in the bathroom. <laughs> I need to run and get my trivia page. I'll be right back.
0: What is this, Reader's Digest? Okay, I'll do the Amazon story.
2: I'll be right back.
0: You're such a weirdo. The Amazon has survived changes in the climate for 65 million years. Now it's heading to collapse. Oh no. Another Debbie Downer story brought to you by Kim. (laughs) Now it's heading for collapse, according to a study. The Amazon rainforest is on course to reach a crucial tipping point as soon as 2050. Uh, that's 2050 2050, with devastating consequences for the region and the world's ability to tackle climate change, according to the study published on Wednesday. The Amazon has proven resilient to natural changes in the climate for 65 million years. But deforestation and the human caused climate crisis have brought new levels of stress and could cause a large scale collapse of the forest system within the next three decades According to this study, researchers predict that 10 to 47 percent of the Amazon will be exposed to stresses that could push the ecosystem to its tipping point. A critical threshold that once crossed will lead to a downward spiral of impacts. The study led by researchers at the Federal University of Santa Catarina in Brazil and published in the journal Nature takes a holistic approach to estimating how soon the Amazon could reach that threshold. The study's authors looked at the impact of warming temperatures, extreme droughts deforestation and fires to draw these conclusions and they say we already knew about these factors at play but once we connected the pieces of the complex puzzle together the image was alarming this is according to the lead author of the study Uh, our findings revealed how the amazon forest system could enter a phase of self-reinforced collapse sooner than previously thought so that's your debbie downer uh (laughs) earth story of the day the amazon is in trouble but i think we already knew that it's just getting worse
2: uh, it's funny, Luis makes this comment that we're the goth after party today with these stories. Did you <laughs> see the story? I don't know if you saw this in SFGate. that San Francisco is hosting the World Goth Day. Do you see that? No. Yeah, we're hosting. I don't, I don't w-
0: follow goth. The goth calendar.
2: We're holding a World Goth Day. It's somewhere. It's sometime in May, but the whole city is going to be. Um,
0: you think it would be filled? You think it'd be in the winter?
2: Uh, I, no, it isn't, I guess, goth people like sun too.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, are we, anyway, are you ready for trivia? Did ready. you bring yes. your homework? I bring did my you bring homework. Did bring your homework to class?
2: I brought my homework to class, yes. I didn't do the homework. Oh, well, all right.
0: But do you want me to start it?
2: Uh, no, you start.
0: That's what I asked you. Do you want me to start it? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> this is a weird show. Um, Today's category, I think you picked it, right? Fruit. Weird fruit. Well, you said weird fruit. I tried to build only a trivia based on only weird and exotic fruit. The problem is, as anyone who's designed trivia will understand, no one would get any of the answers. I think only two of the questions I had were answerable. So I rejiggered. So we've broadened the category to just fruit. So it can be weird fruit, mm-hmm. exotic fruit, but just it, a lot of my or questions. Fruit just, in general. Just mm-hmm. general fruit questions. Okay. Weird fruit. Here's my first question. What is the number one selling berry in the United States?
2: Mm, it's either blueberry, raspberry, probably not the blackberry, probably not the boysen, strawberry, straw baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really?
0: Huh. It could also be a trick question. What oh, is because the what number is one berry? selling berry in the United States? Mm. Everyone is wrong. Really? Number one berry. I wanna give it a couple more seconds. I don't know. This is a good question, I think. I'll give myself credit for this one. This this is probably my best question. Not coffee beans. Hmm. Not blueberries. Ready for it? Yeah. The number one selling berry in the United States is the banana. What? Bananas are berries.
2: Get out. You're not. That's not true.
0: It is true. Google it. Huh. Google it. (laughs) Since you mentioned it, and it's also the second half of the sentence, strawberries are not berries. What are they? Berries, by definition, have their seeds on the inside. Whilst you can see just by looking at a strawberry that they hold their seeds on the outside. However, the seeds in a banana are so tiny that we don't really notice that they're there, but they are and firmly putting them uh, in the berry family. A true berry is a freshy, uh, fleshy fruit formed from the ovary of a single flower with a seed or seeds embedded on the inside of the flesh. So botanically speaking, strawberries don't meet, meet this definition of a berry, but bananas do. These are um, a few other surprising berries. Actually, I'm gonna leave those out because they might be in further, and they might be in other questions. No, I um,
2: love I love when I learn from trivia. This is fantastic. Right? Yeah.
0: That's my that's my favorite question of the
2: day. That is fantastic. Okay, so I have this this first one goes along with a, a picture, and I want you to tell me what is this. Ready? Mhm. What is that? Um,
0: my first answer is to say it's a plantain, but I feel like mm-hmm. that'd be too easy. Mm. There are small bananas around the world. I will
2: say it's a type of banana, which now we know is a uh, berry. But what kind of banana is it?
0: It's not a plantain. It's not. Mm. It's not I wonder a- if these are the... It's not. Do I, are we looking for the the particular name of the banana? Like it's a banana, it is a banana, and we just want it a It is a banana. Name? What
2: kind of banana? Thai banana? Good guess, but no, Louie. I love banana. your picture, lo- what a nice smile.
0: Um, <laughs> they do look like the bananas that they have in Southeast Asia.
2: A ladyfinger banana, baby berry banana. that's funny. Uh, B.A. says it's a ladyfinger, it is not.
0: So is it a uh, name like that? It's like a, it's a marketed name?
2: You might not get this, I'll just This is not guys. the
0: scientific name is what I'm it's trying to get. It's called a
2: burrow banana yeah a burrow banana is three to five inches long with square sides and it tastes kind of lemony when it's ripe oh mm-hmm yes yeah, apparently, apparently there are a lot
0: banana. of bananas around the world it's just that the cavendish is the most marketable you know because it's it's big and it's um i guess it's the right i don't know
2: i like a big banana oh did karen say bur- karen got it burrow oh karen got it. Burrow. that is a burrow banana that's exactly what that is but
0: apparently um
2: Yes, Miss you know, Organic. Mm-hmm. It's a little jackass. They're
0: having trouble with bananas around the world because I think it's um, they get. Inv- I think I don't uh, don't 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 hold me on this, but I think they're having trouble with the the plants um, dealing with disease. Mm-hmm. And so they say eventually the Cavendish banana, what we consider you know banana, the one that's right, large it's and go tra- away. But mm-hmm. oh, th- what I was going to say is that it travels well mm-hmm. com- compared to some other bananas. That it's going to go away eventually. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, next question. Could you please remove your. P- remove your bananas.
2: Get your bananas Place off your, your the bananas.
0: Table. Place your bananas in the bagging area. Uh, magnif- uh, magnifera indica, this is a scientific name, Magnifera in- indica okay. originates in India and produces a fruit which is notoriously difficult to eat without making a mess. It was featured on an episode of the television show Seinfeld. What is this sweet fruit cultivated in many tropical and subtropical locations around the world?
2: What's it? Notoriously Magnifica difficult to eat India? without making a mess. What's it? What did you call it?
0: Magn, well, are you Googling it? No. <laughs> Magnifera <laughs> indica. Don't Google it.
2: <clears throat> Magnifera indica.
0: Mang Mangifera indica. Deidra has it. Mango. Oh, it's a
2: mango. Nice. Well done. Can I have another picture for you? You ready for this?
0: Yes. Uh huh
2: so this is a small fruit it is related to both apples and roses the um it's pale it's freckled and it's radish shaped it takes so long to ripen that it also ferments giving it a taste similar to wine what is this
0: It's not a kumquat, is it? I don't know what a kumquat looks like. It's
2: not a kumquat. Mm-mm.
0: Louis guessing mango
2: It's not a mango.